0: talk radio
1: if it's smooth jazz then the jazz queen and mike reynolds are talking about it on talking smooth jazz the smoothest show on internet radio your hosts the jazz queen and mike reynolds
2: natural love from guitarist d brown's latest release brown sugar honey coated love welcome to talking smooth jazz i'm terry your jazz queen if you'd like to join us in the chat room please go to talking jazz.com and click on d brown's picture that will bring you into BlogTalkRadio.com. scroll down you will see the um chat room on our profile page and you can join the show there the phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. guitarist d brown is with us hi d how are you oh doing great how you doing over there i'm doing good it's been a while since we talked to you
0: yeah it has been a long time <laughs> but yeah. we're back here
2: yeah yeah a little elbow room was the last time we talked to you so that was released what 2010 uh yeah it was it was actually released
0: in 2009 but they really started promoting 2010 so 2010
2: is what we say yeah gosh okay so yeah five four years five years has been good well we're happy to have you back yeah oh yeah Yeah. well congratulations on this new release brown sugar honey coated love i like that title
0: yeah, that, that title took a long time to come up with. I mean, we wanted to try to create something that was um, unforgettable. And mm-hmm. also the very first two that we came out was uh, Honeycomb. So we wanted everything to kind of be built on you know, the Honeycomb kind of, uh, I guess you could say it, the slogan, I guess.
2: Okay. Okay. And now you're, the first track on this CD is the promo for the release and that's the first time i've heard an artist put that on their cd now was that your idea or was that a suggestion
0: you know that was uh, that was mainly my idea what happened was the gentleman that actually did the uh the um the verbiage on there or the talking the, the DJ's uh, spoken word his name is uh, shannon rice he's a good friend of mine and shannon rice was the dj that that actually first played my music when it when it came out the very first city which was no time to waste he was the first dj to play the music and you know he was the first dj to do an interview so uh, i thought it would be great to have him you know just introduce the uh, latest track but one more thing about him you know he's a vocalist as well and he keeps saying d brown when are you gonna let me sing when are you gonna let me sing and I, I couldn't find anything for him to sing so we uh ended up doing you know that promo spot i thought it turned out pretty nice
2: yes it's very nice i think you're the well as far as i know you're the only artist that's you know that did that to put their promo spot on their cd that's cool yeah i'm gonna play that yeah let me play that now so the listeners can hear that this is the promo spot for um the single honeycomb it's thinking about it it's coming (laughs) (laughs) it's a little slow oh come on i did want to say something before you play it though Okay, go ahead, because okay? it's thinking about it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, the spot that you bought to play, the honeycomb intro, is actually the intro to the whole album,
2: is what it okay. is. It's okay. It's not
0: just a honeycomb song, it's it's um, the whole album
1: just to give Hi, I'm Shannon Rice, host of Jasperations with Shannon Rice, introducing skillful and soulful guitarist Dean Brown and his collection Brown Sugar Honeycoated Love. This collection will indeed satisfy you. Sweet Tooth with keen and balanced Instrumentation merged into songs That are catchy, inspiring That will get you in the groove So sit back, relax And indulge now in the sweetness Of brown sugar and honey coated love
2: Okay sorry about that um, It just mm-hmm. you know I was thinking about it then it just popped on But yeah okay so continue what you were saying
0: yeah, basically what I wanted to say is that the intro that he uh, that he actually performed there was the intro to the whole album itself, uh, not just the song Honeycomb. But that was the song in the background, Honeycomb, which was our very first release.
2: Okay. Well, that was very, very, um, I think that was a smart idea to add that promo on there because that makes that's different you know and you've done something different and now when the other people hear that they'll say well that's not i've uh, never been done before so that's cool <laughs> yeah that was really surprising when i heard that i was like oh okay he's the first artist that, that i've known to do that cool mm-hmm. all right so now what is the basis behind brown sugar honey coated love okay well you know a lot of people
0: ask me that uh, that question um You know, I'm really into this natural, natural way of living and eating natural food and vegetables and those sort of things and getting back to the, you know, God's plan, basically. So brown sugar, of course, is natural sugar. Honey, of course, is natural sugar. And, of course, love is God. So it's kind of all around the goodness of what is here on Earth.
2: Got it. And um, it's based on a biblical principle. What is that?
0: Oh, yeah. Proverbs 27 and 7. Uh, basically, um, a satisfied soul loathes the honeycomb, but to the satisfied soul, I mean, excuse me, a satisfied soul loads the honeycomb, but to the hungry soul, every bit of thing is sweet. So basically what it's saying is that if you don't know what you know or what you should know, then you'll
2: go for anything. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, now, who are who's working with you on this release? Oh, man. You know what?
0: I, what I really want to do is I want to bring in some of the uh, fantastic artists of today from Detroit. You know, we really remember Motown back in those days. And, you know, that's been like 35, 40 years ago, something like that. And, you know, I just wanted to bring out some of these fantastic musicians that we had. So uh, on this project, I'm working with the my most favorite uh, sax player in the world. His name is Desi McCullers, Jr. He's the son of Desi McCullough Sr., which is one of the original funk brothers who did mm-hmm. all those horn arrangements to those Motown tracks. You know, I'm sure you guys heard of them. And also, yes. he's the brother of Althea Renee, the flautist from Detroit. Yes. As we have heard of her. Mm-hmm. And I'm working with um, Mr. Uh, Valdez Bradley. He's the producer and keyboardist of the entire project. Uh, well, I guess you could say he's one of the producers. Uh, and the other producer is Mr. Chip Dixon. He's a keyboard player, and he's a producer, songwriter, multi-musician, instrumentalist, I should say. He plays the bass, the drums, keyboard. He also do vocals, and he's a fantastic engineer. Also, I'm working with the soul trumpeter from Detroit, Mr. Lynn Roundtree.
1: Yes. Uh, he happened
0: to, yeah, he happened to do the, um, the title cut, Brown Sugar Honey Coated Love, with myself. And I'm working with... Um, a vocalist from Detroit, uh, you guys may uh, remember him from uh, the radio group with uh, Ray Parker Jr. He sung Like a Woman, needs love, Ghostbusters, uh, and those hits, I guess I should say, by Ray Parker. His name was Arnold Carmichael. So I got him on there um, doing vocals. I'm working with another vocalist from Detroit uh, who sings with a group called The Dramatics. His name is Wenzel Kelly, and I'm also working with a vocalist by the name of Shania Edwards, who worked with a group called Special Gift, uh, a group that was produced by uh the Wy- Marvin Winans uh and you know some other uh prominent uh artists in the gospel uh, realm of music. Um, her name is Shania Edwards and we did uh, a track on there. A really really nice vocal track entitled I'll Never Leave You.
2: Okay. I'm here. For and you're- you. Okay. And you're also doing some vocal scatting yourself?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the the truth is that uh, I started out being a vocalist
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, that's what I used to do. I used to even stand up and I used to be in a group, sort of like, I guess you could say like Jodeci and I guess go back to, you know, Temptations and, you know, all those kind of stand up vocal groups that just stood up and sang and did dance steps. Uh, that group was called One Wish. So I started out being a, a vocalist and then, you know, I branched off into uh you know, singing, uh, guitar. So what I really want to do is kind of go back to vocals a little bit. And so I did a little scatting on there, you know, just to add a little flavor, you know, a little more flavor to it.
2: Okay. Now, uh, Brown Sugar Honey Coated Love is your debut project for Intervision Records. How do you like being on the label?
0: Oh yeah. You know, so far, you know, they, they have really treated me well, shown up, shown me a lot of love. We went down, uh, to um, Anaheim, California, where they had the Nam show, and at the NAM after the NAM show on the very last day, uh, Intervisions have what they what they call is the NAM Jam. So they invite all the artists on the label, and we all go down to Spaghetti's, and uh, we all perform like one song. And at the very end, uh, we get up there and have a big jam session. Uh, those guys are really doing a fantastic job as far as the promotion going, and showing me, you know, a lot of love and and respect, and and really the business end is what we're really looking at the business in is excellent. Uh, so I, I have um, nothing but aberrations and looking forward to bigger and better things with that company right now.
2: Oh, good. Well, congratulations on both fronts, the, the new CD and your um, label. That's awesome.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's a blessing. So, um, you know, we all know that this music business is uh, is not an easy thing to get into and it's definitely not easy to be successful, but these guys are really you know, lending all their uh, all their expertise to you know gearing up and uh, putting this in as many uh, ears as possible all over the world.
2: Well, that's something I want to talk to you about um, the music business and the challenges. Uh, that you're finding in it, in in terms of, you know, getting yourself out there and getting your music heard. But before we get into that, I want to play track number four, Pleasurable Dream, because you are scatting on this track and I like (laughs) this one. Tell me about this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Pleasurable Dream is, it's a song that kind of like came to me in a dream. I was like thinking about this track and it has like an airy kind of feel to it. And I, 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 when I first came up with the idea, I really couldn't, I really couldn't, focus in on what I want to, you know, really play. And then, of course, I I went to sleep and I woke up and the whole song was in my mind. So Mm. I call it pleasurable dream because I actually dreamed of a song. But really what I want people to have are pleasurable dreams. So that's, that's a statement for you to have pleasurable dreams.
2: Pleasurable dream from Dee Brown's new release, Brown Sugar Honey Coated Love. So, Dee, my question to you in regards to um, you promoting yourself in your music. There's a, there was a conversation started on Facebook this past week regarding that for indie artists, and even though you're on a label, um, I'm sure that you, you know, still have to get gigs. You still have to, um, you know, get your music out there, get yourself out there, and get promoted. What are the mm-hmm. challenges that you are finding um, in getting that happen, especially on a jazz festival?
0: Well, you know, um, there are many challenges out there, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, I think uh, what, what you really have to have, you really have to have a team. A team mm-hmm. that's coordinated and really focus, focus, focusing in on what it is you're trying to do. Uh, as far as being on festivals and those sort of things, um You know, uh, it's almost like, I guess, you have to be at the right place at the right time or you have to know the right person or the right people or the right association to really get in there. So those challenges are still there for me um, as well. So, but my team is really focusing in and we are really starting to, you know, open up some doors uh, to do that. Uh, As you know, Bridget Barnett and the Barnett Group, she's the publicist. I want to say hello to her. Thank, thank her for all the hard work she's done. And we have, uh, you know, others that also assist us in, in those kind of endeavors. So it's there are big challenges as far as getting uh, gigs because there's a lot of gigs out there, but uh, the problem is that a lot of the promoters out there, they want people or artists who can, you know, basically fill up those seats.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, because
0: if they feel like you can't fill up the seats, uh, then they don't really want you on the gig. So therefore, a lot of times you... the the same artists are recycled over and over. So we're looking for the opportunity to actually, you know, go in with, um, you know, an artist out there who has, uh, you know, uh, the clout and will allow an artist like us to get in there as well. But we have had a chance to be on very, you know, large stages with, you know, uh, very prominent and um, um, very prominent and successful artists.
2: Yes, I'm looking at your bio and uh, some of those artists, Nate Harrison, Aretha Franklin, B.B. and C.C. Winans, Paul Taylor, Randy Scott, just to name a few that you have worked with. Um, And so those are some, you know, that's very, very good company to keep there Um, and to add to your resume. What did you do with Aretha Franklin?
0: Well, Aretha Franklin was basically a gig where you play. Um, We were um, a warm up act before Aretha Franklin came on. Okay. So that's kind of how I I got in there. Um, her um, uh, her son uh, was a uh, vocalist, or oh, he is a vocalist, and also a guitar player. I, I think she has three sons. I'm not sure, but she has two sons that are musicians. And he had a group, and we would we were the uh, band that played behind behind them as they did their singing and duos and those sort of things. So he actually sung with Aretha Franklin too.
2: And see, that was another part of the conversation on Facebook in terms of promoters um, getting indie artists on the booking indie artists for the jazz festivals. You know, why not let them open up for uh, the main act? Um, The seats, the tickets are already bought, the seats are already filled. You know, just why not let them open up for that act? But again, you know, it's like, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's the
0: sort of thing where, you know, when I was growing up, And I was coming up and I was going to concerts. I would always get to the concerts early to see the new acts. I wanted to see Mm -hmm. a new act that was out at the time. Mm
1: -hmm. And,
0: um, nowadays, you know, you may have like three acts and they're all like headliners, you know, and you're like, well, there's no new acts. And I'm thinking, well, why don't we bring in new acts? Now I know it's a financial endeavor, but still what the old acts or the acts that were more successful, they would always bring in other acts. And I think it might've been the promoters that did that, or maybe, uh, the record label, or maybe the people who are promoting the acts that set up those sort of things, but it seems like that idea is kind of lost right now. I think we really need to bring that back in.
2: Well, now have you thought about um, teaming up with you know another indie artist and, and maybe doing a short, you know, one or two concerts together or something like that? That that way that'll kind of help you know both of you at the same time.
0: You know, I think that's I think that's a good idea. In order to do that, you would have to now take on several different hats now. Yes. Now you're going to become the straight businessman. Now you're going to become a promoter, a marketing person, and you're going to be an investor, okay, and, you know, and a musician, and you have to perform, and then you have the band to take care. It, it becomes, you know, it, it's such a big ordeal to do. I think it can be done, but it takes a lot out of you to do something like that. Plus, you do remember, uh, you're talking about doing a show, and, you're both indie artists and now both of both groups have to, you know, fill up the auditorium just so that you guys can break even. It Mm -hmm. it is a huge challenge. It can be done. Uh, but we definitely need, you know, more help to do something like that.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I understand. I understand. All right. Mike is joining us. Hey, Mike. Hey, sorry. Hey D how's it going?
0: Going fantastic. How about you?
2: I'm doing okay. Doing
1: Okay. Great, great. All
2: right. So, um, D, I want to get into another song on the uh, Brown Sugar Honey Coated release. Another track that I really like is Smile Again. Tell me about this one.
0: Oh, man, you know, that song has a lot of uh, special things to talk about. Uh, that song uh, was actually written by um, Arnell D. Carmichael, myself and Mr. Valdez Brantley. What happened was, um, this is kind of a long story, but I'm going to try to make it short. Uh, There was a drummer in Detroit that passed away, uh, well, from Detroit that passed away. His name was Ricky Lawson, Mm -hmm. Uh, and Ricky played with just about everybody out there. So we we were going to go to the memorial that they were going to have here, and a friend of his asked me to give him a ride, you know, to pick him up at the time, and I said, well, you know, I really don't want to go, but okay, I'll go. And then after we went and picked him up, he went to the show and everything. And we were always talking back and forth about music and talking about what was going on, you know, at the memorial. And then at the very end of the show while we were going home and he was about to get out the car, he offered me he says, Well, D Brown, if you need, you know, any extra guitar playing, if you wanted me to sing, if you want me to do any, any any writing with you, just give me a call. You know, and as I was talking to him and every time I heard him talk, it just sounds like he was singing to me. I mean his voice was just so musical. So I, I was thinking, uh, we had this new song. We didn't have a title to it. Really, all I had was like a melody to it. And uh, I called him up. He came over. He sung the lead parts and all the background parts in one day. And what you hear is what we did. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> it's a really nice song. And I and he has a, a very nice voice, Valdez Brantley. Is um, he doing this, this, the singing on that? Yeah. No, no Ardell no. Carmichael. Arnell Carmichael.
0: Oh, okay. Valdez no, here is. is the Valdez is the uh he's the producer and writer with me. Uh, oh, okay. and Arnell okay. was the lead singer of uh is and actually still is the lead singer of radio who uh p- who performed and backed up Bray Parker. And he sung like a woman needs love, you can't change mm-hmm. that, and of course Ghostbusters. So he has a, a really great track record himself, and I was honored to work with this gentleman.
2: Everybody wants to sing with
0: you.
1: <laughs> Everybody you know, wants to because
0: I, I, I think I think the thing the singing part is is something that's missing in smooth jazz. And you know, I'm really mm-hmm. into singing. I really like to sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, with smooth jazz, as they tell me, you know, at the uh, record label, they said, "Well, it's really hard to, you know, bring in a uh, smooth jazz song and it has vocals on it." So I tried to put you know, some people who could really, really sing uh, on on the tracks and make it more of an instrumental and more like the vocals is a a feature
1: on there.
2: Okay. All right. All right. This is Smile Again. Yeah. That is another favorite of mine on this release. Brown sugar, honey coated love. That was smile again. Very nice. Very nice. Oh yeah. I, um, you know,
0: one thing I want to say about smile again, um, mm-hmm. uh, smile again, um, uh, the bass part was played by my bass player who's been playing with me since the very first CD. His name is Dave, the painter Henderson. He played the bass on that. And um and he came in at the very last minute. I said, I need a bass part. He put it on there. And I think it took him like a, I don't know, maybe an hour or so to put it on. So he, he did that bass part really, really fast. But the song is, if you notice what it's talking about, it's talking about you make me smile when you come around. And when you listen to it really closely, he's not actually talking about a person. He's talking about the Lord. Mm. So it's, it's it's a gospel kind of song.
2: Hmm. Mm, you know Okay. And, okay.
0: Yeah. I had a little, little, little Desi McCullough's in there too. He on a bridge. We had a little horn in there and that was Desi playing that horn. So, you know, it was a, it was a whole lot of um, musicians that came together to make that song happen.
2: Wow. Oh, very nice. Very nice. All right. I have a question for you from the chat room and let me just welcome Joe from Germany and Ollie J and the guests in the chat room. Welcome to the show. Ollie wants to know if you have kids and how would you feel if they wanted to follow in your footsteps?
0: You know, um, I do not have children, uh, but if I did, of course, music would be uh, high up on the priority list. Uh, For me, um, when I was growing up, my mother and father, they loved music. My father was actually a drummer. Uh, He didn't really have a chance to pursue his musical career, but uh, every day of my life that I can remember when I was growing up as a kid, I'm talking about, as you know, from one years old to maybe 15, I heard jazz music. So he played jazz constantly. My mother, she liked, you know, more of the r and ish kind of music, you know, uh, Temptations, you know, Motown, Teddy Pendergrass, that kind of stuff. So I kind of got, you know, uh, both sides, the kind of r and ish and jazz music. So yes, music would definitely, uh, I would love for them to, to to, to follow you know my footsteps and love music and pursue music as a music career too and plus i got so much knowledge i can kind of give them a lot of pointers you know
2: oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) when did you first pick up the guitar
0: uh well you know um what happened with the guitar was um back in uh you know i think it was like elementary school there was a friend of mine who who could actually play guitar. And um, he played a song that I recognized on the radio. And I asked him, I said, what is that? He said he had a guitar. And I said, at that point, I have to get one. So I asked my mom. My mom said, well, ask your grandmother, because grandma never said no. Mm -hmm.
1: So grandma
0: said, I get one for Christmas. And I think I got my guitar when I was around 10 years old. And um, I took lessons as soon as I got the guitar. But something I've never told anybody. I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys this. This is very, very special, uh, and, and it, I guess it's encouraging a little bit. But this is what happened. I was taking lessons from a guitar teacher, and of course, as a kid, ten years old, I want to go out and play. I don't really want to play guitar, you know. Awesome. I want to play, but I don't want to work on it, you know. What I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, he says, "Well, if you keep going like you're going, be you're wasting your parents' money. You gotta work on it. You gotta practice." And I said, okay, I'll practice. So one week I practiced. The next week I came, I didn't really practice. So he put the music in front of me. He says, go ahead and play that. And I couldn't play it. So he brings in this girl. I think she's like 13 or 14. So she's older than I am. I'm like 10. And she comes in there and she plays a song, no problem. He puts the next song in front of her. She plays a song, no problem. And then the special thing about it, the young lady only had three fingers on her hand. mm. Mm-hmm. But, of course, she had everything else. And when I saw that and I realized that she can play that with three fingers, and I have all five of mine, including, you know, my thumb, four of my thumb, I said, well, doggone, I know I can do it. So that was really an encouraging moment at my, in my life. And I don't know whatever happened to my teacher or the, the student, but, you know, that really encouraged me to really just go ahead and go full force into what it is I was trying to do, and that was to play the guitar.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> you you got me on that one. <laughs> That's
0: <a> long story. <laughs>
2: no, that was a sweet story, though. That was really nice. Wow. All right. And just goes to show, you know, don't ever say what you can't do. You know, when you right, see someone right. else um, less fortunate than yourself that can do it and you, you say you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. Yeah. Oh wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, I'm going to let you pick the next song. Oh, you let me pick? It? Okay, well, you know,
0: um I got I got a few songs on here that are my favorite. You know the song that I like to play um I I would like you to play uh the song I'm here for you I'll never leave you. Okay. This track is uh written by Chip Dixon, uh D Brown and Shania Edwards. And <clears throat> as I stated earlier, Shania Edwards uh, came out of a group called Special Gift. Uh, I met her, uh, and she said she really wanted to get into singing. She wanted to get into writing, and we were actually performing together. Uh, she was uh, part of the background vocals uh, in my uh, performance band. I-, I didn't really know that she could write, uh, and-, and I didn't even know that she could really you know, work in the studio as far as harmonizing herself and those sort of things. And I figured, okay, let's try it and see what happened. We uh, came into my studio. We worked out the bugs. I found out she really can sing, and she really had some great skills, so we did this tune called I'll Never Leave You. Uh, I'm here for you. Actually, it's called I'm Here For You, I'll Never Leave You, and uh, it's, it's a love song. Take a really good listen to it. It's saying something really special to you. All
2: right, here we go. I'm here for you. I'll never leave you. That is from D Brown's latest release, Brown Sugar, Honey Coated Love. All right, I'd like to read a review, um, D, from Ronald Jackson from the Smooth Jazz Ride. He says this album is a journey through the smooth jazz gateway that is not to be missed. Snappy rhythms, catchy hooks, adept guitar runs with a really nice touch, and feel good vibes all make it a two thumbs up effort. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so if you would like to read that full review, go mm-hmm. to the smoothjazzride.com for that and search for D Brown. Now, um, I-, I was saying that a lot of people want to sing with you. Ha- have you thought about producing other artists? Are you working with someone now? Um, producing other artists, um, well,
0: <laughs> I do produce because uh, I did produce on this project with uh, Valdez and Chip Dixon. Um, Producing is really not my strongest point. Uh, playing and listening back and saying, okay, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> kind of what what I do. So um, producing is not, not what I do. But I wouldn't mind you know, bringing in a uh, vocalist and having someone. Uh, uh, you, you know what? I was thinking about something. This is, this is what really crossed my mind. And, and this is how it started out in the very beginning. And I'm glad you asked that question. So I'm kind of revamped it here. Okay. Uh, you asked me, I'd ever thought about producing someone else, right? That's mm-hmm. the question. Mm-hmm. This is the way it started off. The very first CD that came out was called no time to waste. All the guys on that project are solo musicians. Okay. So you got Dave, you got Desi, Gerald Mitchell, who was a producer and myself. And then there was two singers, three singers on there. Um, Gerard Brooks, Asha Williams, and Reginald Williams. Everyone, were, everyone on there are solo artists. What I wanted to do, and when I told them when I did the project, because they did some big favors for me, I told them that each and every one of us should have our own solo project, and this group is going to do it. So what we were planning to do was produce solo records on everyone, and everyone would have a CD or a project out. So, yes, that has crossed my mind, and that is the vision that's in my, in my head and it's still in there. We just got to put things together. So we're looking at possibly soon putting out uh, a project with Desi McCullough Jr. on it because Dave has his out, and he used a lot of musicians that I use. So, yes, we have. And we definitely uh, are open to artists you know, uh, coming to us and asking us to produce them. So that's not out of question either
2: okay now now do I you know that you uh were with uh you are with uh inter intervision record and everything now do you find that being on a label like that is advantageous to your career as far as uh you know getting getting yourself
0: out there more fan base and things like that yes intervision records uh well they're, they've been around for quite a while um their top artist is um uh blake Earing, and before i even got on the label i used to listen to blake and i said man he's amazing and i would hear his music everywhere uh had a chance to meet the um the gentlemen over there who are running the label uh adam lebowitz and steve belkin and had a great conversation with them and we talked about some good things that we can do and some things that we should do as as artists and as um working together so it's it's, it's a big advantage you know, being with a label like that, because they have their, you know, their, their arms already out there and all they really need is, you know, music to let it run down. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's, it's, it's advantage because the people who you talk to and you're telling me with InterVision or you state, you know, you know, Adam Lewis or Steve Belkin, and then then the artists that are on there. And of course the success that they have had in the, in the past, it just gives you a little bit more clout. It just, allows or it encourages those people to kind of listen to what you're saying.
2: And so did they approach you? Uh, you uh, you know what happened? Um, you know, I
0: was originally with another company called New Groove, and somehow or another we kind of intertwined with each other. Somehow we intertwined. And I was looking for a label to go to because I had this project, Brown Sugar Honey Coated Love, that was really, you know, ready to um, release. And I ran into um, Adam. So once we talked, we talked about possibly getting together. So I think it was me who actually initiated. Although I've talked to them on several occasions.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So Dee, what um, what uh, what's coming up for you in terms of performances? Where are you going to be performing next? Okay. Well, we got a,
0: um, uh, a big show that's coming up. Uh, on the 19th. matter of fact, next Thursday, we're going to be performing at a place called Cola's uh, here in the Michigan area in a city called Farmington Hills. Cola is a uh, restaurant uh, that features jazz music on Thursday nights. So we're going to be there. I think it starts at 9 o'clock. And um, I'd like everybody in the area to come on out. Even if you're not in the area, you can come on down. Come on and check it out. It's going to be a great show. Um, Also, we're going to be... Doing some, you know, other kind of uh gigs. We're gonna be performing at Mitch Album. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Mitch Album, but Mitch Album is a prominent writer. He writes for the free press here in Detroit. And he has a radio show. And he has um
2: He's uh, on our sports uh, reporters too. Yeah for ESPN. Uh,
0: yeah. Right, right. That's the guy. And he's on WJR here seventy six seven sixty AM uh every day from five to seven. And he has a band comes in there and uh, you know, like I guess you call it the feature band. So we do the exits and intros into the show, sort of like, you know, the um, uh, Jimmy Kimball show where the band exits and then when the band plays, when he goes out and the band plays, when he comes back in, that sort of thing. So we're going to be doing that. We're also talking about doing uh, some gigs outside of the United States and doing other gigs around. So we're talking to those people who have those uh, festivals and things like that, but they haven't given me any definite dates that I can mention right now. So okay. I, would, I would love people to come back uh, or check the website at dbrownmusic.com. That's dot ccom often to see where we're going to be performing.
2: Okay. And so your show, your next show coming up is Thursday, March 19th. And um, just for reference, today is Saturday, March 14th. So just for those that are listening to an archive show, um, just for reference, you know that his next date is Thursday, March 19th. Um, But again, you can visit his website, dbrownmusic.com, for for all the listed dates. All right, cool. And um, so we will definitely be following your career. And thank you again for coming back on.
0: Truly a pleasure. Truly a pleasure to be on the show.
2: Lots and let people. everyone else know. Where... Oh. <laughs> let everybody else it. know where they can find you on social media. Well, social media, you know the
0: usual ones that everyone uses. You know, Facebook. It's D Brown, and, and and when you put D Brown, there's a million D Browns, but they got these numbers here. So you put Facebook.com forward slash D D dot Brown dot nine two five six zero or you can go to the website dbrownmusic.com and just hit the link there. It just takes you right there to it. Of course, Twitter as well. So Twitter is uh, twitter.com/forward/slash/dbrownmusic and that's one word: D E E B R O W N music. And of course, the Intervision website. So the official website is intervisionrecords.com and you can see all the Intervision artists there. You know it's a really, really okay. really, really nice website too.
2: Okay Now, um, now one quick thing too, Dean now, were you part of the uh, Spaga Teenies um, game that you guys had for the Intervisions Records at uh, NAM Weekend?
0: Yes, sir. Uh, I did come down uh, to uh, California, Anaheim, California there to the NAM show uh, because I'm endorsed by a company called um, Eastman Eastman Guitars. So when I came down there, I was there for I believe I was there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they have their Nam Jam on Sunday. So yes, right. I was there.
1: We had a great okay. time there. Okay. Great time. Cool. Great time.
0: All right. Yeah, now, but I know that uh, my... Philip Martin is a part of the Intervision Records too. He's out of D.C. Oh,
1: player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah I, I had a chance Woo. to meet him for the very first time, and oh man, that guy can play. Woof, he got some
1: chops. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds
0: really good, you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, you see all, you hear these musicians on record and, you know, everybody knows and understands that you, you can't just do everything that you can possibly do on a record. You have to, you know, keep it to a minimum to create, you know, the drama. But when you're playing live, that's when the true artists come out and, you know, seeing Philip and all the artists there play live. Man. It's just, it's just a joy. I mean, you know, really you got to go out there and see those um, smooth jazz artists, because I really believe that the smooth jazz artists, the artists that play instrumental music, are the best musicians on the planet right now. That's, mm-hmm. that's my belief. I mean, you guys mm-hmm. can argue with me if you want, but that's, that's mm. what I believe. And I, I also believe that, you know, the people out there listening who really love jazz, and I believe that the musicians, I mean, not the musicians, but the people who love jazz really love it, and the musicians as well. But I really, really hope and wish People who love this music support it by buying the artists, buying those CDs, going out to those shows, doing those yes. uh, downloads and those sort of things because, you know, music is a business. And if we don't support the new artists that are coming up, then we're only going to have the artists who are out there and we don't have any new artists and then pretty soon there's not going to be any. So yes. I, I really encourage people to go out there and buy the music that they love.
2: And it doesn't have to be
0: mine. It do not have to be mine. but if you want to, if you really like it, you should buy it.
2: (laughs) No, that's so true. Well, you know, like me and Terry always say, that's a topic for a whole other show. So, you know, we we have to, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) definitely. Now, Dee, are you on Instagram?
0: Uh, I'm not on Instagram as yet, uh, but I I should be up on Instagram within the next week or so.
2: Oh, okay, cool. All right. All right, well, thank you very much. Mike, you have any more questions? No, that's it for me. Yeah, that's it. Well, okay. thank you so much, D. We appreciate it. Uh-huh. Thanks for having me. it's our pleasure. Our pleasure for sure. All right, um, that was D Brown. His new release is called Brown Sugar Honey Coated Love. It is available on Amazon, um, and I went to Amazon, D, and I noticed that your last release, A Little Elbow Room, there's only one left on Amazon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, think <it> <laughs> I
1: think I think people still still like that
0: CD or maybe what it is is that uh, the one C D brown sugar honey coated love is is uh, getting attention. They figure, well let's see what else what else he's doing. So yeah, that's a good thing. yeah. So we got the three CDs out there. We got a uh, little elbow room and we got no time to waste and, and we also have Brown Sugar Honey Coated Love.
2: All right, so definitely check those releases out and support the artists like these said support the artists by purchasing their music and going to see them perform live all right uh Mike anything going on in your area uh nothing um well actually how about to say nothing but yeah um, um
0: uh, ooh, um guitarist at blues alley Lori's man uh, Pete Peter White that is Pete Peter White at blues Alley this this weekend so that's what's going on this whole weekend in d c is
2: uh, Peter White. Okay. All right, we do have a couple of concerts coming up um, in Vegas. Here in Vegas, at Aliante Casino Hotel, starting April thirtieth, keyboardist Brian Simpson will be uh, kicking off the summer jazz series, and uh, there will be more artists to be announced with that. So stay tuned for that. Also at Aliante Casino in the Access Showroom, Rick Braun on May sixteenth, and Mindy A. Bear and Randy Jacobs and the Bone Shakers, featuring Sweet Pete Atkinson, will be there on June thirteenth. For more information, you can go to um, aliantegaming.com, and then the uh, Clark County Government Center free Jazz in the Park series is back, and starting off that series will be Selena Albright, Eric Marienthal, and Joaquin Joyner on May 9th, Elon Trotman on May 16th, Mark Antoine on May 23rd, Spira Jyra on May 30th, and the Brubeck Brothers Quartet on June 6th. And then, of course, the City of Lights Jazz Festival from April 18th through the 19th. So um, for more information on the City of Lights and its lineup, you can go to yourjazz.com and the Clark County Government Center. Just Google that and uh, search for jazz in the park series, and you'll that uh, that lineup will come up as well, so we're looking forward to a great summer of smooth jazz here in Vegas. And um, tamara and I are going to be pretty busy with that for sure. So I want to thank once again D Brown for joining us. His latest release is called Brown Sugar Honey Coated Love. You can see him perform Thursday, March 19th, at Cola in Farmington Hills, in Michigan. Um, definitely check that out. All right, Mike, you have a good day. I uh, will talk to you later. Thanks to Joe in the chat room and Ali. Thank you all for hanging out with us and the guests as well. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth.